news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey! Hey, babe. How are you? I'm so great. How are you? Doing great. I love this time with you. It's the best. (laughs) It's the best. And today's episode is so cool because I feel like it relates to who I was Um, like her journey and her story are very similar to mine, totally different businesses, but her name is Jordan Jones and she has packed party. So if you have, um, you probably follow her on Instagram, but her, um, kind of what they do is make life a party with their products. Um, They design it all there in Austin, Texas, and it's adorable. Babe, you would think it's adorable. Oh man, I can't wait. (laughs) But it's awesome. And what I loved about Jordan, one, we were connected by our friend, um, Christy Jones, who I love. She was a former Tippy Toes mom. She was our friend in Corpus Christi, and this is her cousin, cousin-in-law, something like that. Um, and she sent me a message and said, you've got to hear her story. I think you guys would really hit it off. And we totally hit it off. She's just one of these girls that we just had fun talking. We, um, talked a lot of business, a lot of, um, how things started. And it was just really cool to see a lot of the similarities. Um, one of the things was is she was in a job and, um, things weren't going the way that she had wanted. And, um, she had a dream in the middle of the night, which I'm like, man, that's so cool. And out of that dream, she said she woke up and started writing things and there you have packed party. And her parents were very instrumental in it. Um, as were mine with tippy toes. And so there were just a lot of similarities. Um, and her business is booming all across the world. How cool is that? I hope I have one of those dreams. Yeah. Let's wake you up and get a dream. But she's a super young entrepreneur. I believe now she's 26 and she's had the business, I believe six years. Um, but it's just so encouraging to hear how, um, she hustled. And that's probably my biggest takeaway from what she talked about is she would get on bus lines and just put flyers on different bus routes and just leave them places to hope when she was working in San Francisco to hope people would come and see what she was doing and listen to, um, like her, or her message through her advertisements, but it was just heart and hustle in the beginning. And now, um, she ships all across the world. And the cool thing is, is I've bought some of their things and that response on the other end, when somebody gets one of their packages is overwhelmed. It's so cool. That is so great. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> great. So what would you say like to a young entrepreneur? Cause we had this conversation, um, Jordan and I did, but what would you say one of like the biggest hurdles would be for a young entrepreneur? Um, I think I always hear you talk about failure yeah, and getting over failure and not getting dragged down by it. But, um, this week you're kind of reminded by with the NFL draft right down Mm -hmm. the road in Nashville, how you watch these guys that have probably gone through tons of failure. You hear stories of 
Josh Jacobs in Nashville or in Tulsa. Yeah. Living out of his family's home and um, so many failures, so many things kind of go in there the wrong way and right. to fight through them, all that adversity yeah. and to see just the emotion that comes to finally being drafted is unreal. But, uh, but you think about all those young entrepreneurs that are chasing their dreams, mm-hmm. there's going to be ups and downs and trying to stay steady and, and hopefully get that big prize at the end of the day. Yeah. I think that's such a good point, Adam, because failure is a huge part of success. But in the middle of it, or when you're experiencing the failure, it's like a royal sting. It's like self-doubt, the devil, fear to move forward. Um, What would be your advice for somebody listening who is going through that? Um, What advice do you give them? You know, I think always finding mentors and finding Mm -hmm. people like you that have uh, certainly gotten past any of the harder patches. I don't think really as we look back at your your career hasn't been too many hard steps, but but certainly things that have challenged you. And, mm-hmm. and there's people out there that have gone through everything that you could possibly go right. through. So finding somebody that uh, can talk you through it and, and give you good advice. Yeah, I love hard that. Hard to beat it. Hard to beat it. You know, it's funny you say that you don't feel like I've gone through failure because I have. <laughs> like I think about how I was such a poor student. And I remember thinking like, I was never going to graduate college. I really believe it was luck and God that got me out of college because there's a lot of reasons I should never have. And I think that could have been a mark right there. You knew, I mean, I got really bad grades. Like they were way down in the alphabet <laughs> on what, what I those know, right? I know all about those. <laughs> um, but then I think about too, like the failure for tippy toes and we're going to talk about this in another episode, but, um, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I wanted a children's television show. And so to me, it was a failure, a huge failure that I couldn't do that. But now to be franchising across the world, is so cool, you know? So, but I felt like in those moments, those definitely define tippy toes in a strong way. Yeah, no doubt. But even you say it's a failure with the children's television show. Mm -hmm. I think it will happen and it's still floating out there. It's not done, but I think that's what a lot of people come into is they uh, fear failure before it even happens Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you can get through it. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's pop over and listen to Jordan Jones because I know you will be inspired. Well, Jordan, I am so excited to have you on our podcast today. Thank you so much. Yes, I am so excited as well. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Okay, girl, you are up to big things. The Packed Party. Can you explain to our (laughs) listeners what is Packed Party? Yeah, so Packed Party is a lifestyle gifting brand. It was started in 2013. Um, We aim to make life a party with our unique and fun products we design and manufacture. So we sell a little bit of everything from drinkware to travel accessories, bags, pouches, stadium bags, novelty gifts, you name it. I mean, we're really this full-fledged lifestyle gifting brand. And what that really means is that we center our focus and our products around one sort of vision or meaning, and that is making life a party. So Mm -hmm. all of our products are really bold and bright and fun and do just that. You look at them (laughs) and it's just, it's happy, right? They do, yes. They're fun to give 
And then they're fun to give yourself too. Uh That's what I'm looking at. You're making waves tote. I'm like, that's perfect for me. That's what I'm going to get. But I mean, everything, every time I scroll, I'm like, this is so cool. Now, the really amazing thing about you, you have an incredible business, but you're the founder, like you started this and how long ago, I mean, it's taken off. So how long ago did Packed Party get started? We started six years ago. So I started the company when I was 23 in San Francisco, which it just, I can't even believe some of the people that have like been added to our team now Mm -hmm. over time, right? It was just me, of course, when I started. Um, But now it's like, people be like, it's crazy that it's been (laughs) six years. I'm like, I know, I know. It's just, it, we celebrated five years and I, I mean, that was like going live, but technically I've been doing it. Cause of course like ideating and right. getting all the inventory and everything, it's been six years. So for, for me personally on this journey, it's, it's been a wild ride, but going from 23 to I'm 29 now, yeah. uh, you learn a lot along the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So just as you're talking, I have a 5,000 questions just because I'm yes. like, Oh, how did, how does this all happen? So what did you go to school for? Was it something in a marketing, advertising, gifting? Yep. What, what was it? Yeah, gifting. I wish I majored <laughs> in gifting. Right? I'm like, that's a great major. <laughs> that needs, can I major in surprises, yes. please? Um, <laughs> expert in surprises yes. and gifting. Minor in gifting. Um, no, I wish on that. I went to Oklahoma State University. I graduated. Mm. I got my I had bachelor of science in strategic media and, and PR and after school, I, I knew that through an internship, I interned with LVMH, so Louis Vuitton, Moet right. Hennessy, um, was a part of their team as the sole intern for two internships in Chicago, and they had me doing a ton of event stuff, mm-hmm. and I mean, it was like... It, the devil wears Prada, right? right? Like a little bit different than that. I love everybody that I worked with, but I busted my butt. Yeah, It was crazy, so I was really thrown into just like having to be an adult really, really Mm -hmm. early. It's like, this is the expectation. We're going to treat you as a team member. You're not an intern. Here's what you need to get done. And I really rolled with that. So, um, my major was, like I said, strategic media, but from the get go, I think it was like, I minored in hustle. Uh, (laughs) I love that. Really just figuring out what I needed to do and, and, you know, coming back to my boss or myself more importantly and saying like, okay, I didn't get this completed was not an option. Mm -hmm. So that really served me well, of course, with packed party, because in 2013, when nobody in the world had ever heard of packed party at the time, not Neiman Marcus Dillard's, not the person next door, I needed to make some big noise around this thing I was creating. And so I'm certainly, I never took a business class in school. In fact, (laughs) I had to take statistics at the community college because numbers are like, I see shapes when I see numbers and I'm a little bit dyslexic too. (laughs) So I'm like, my nines turns into sixes and it's, it's not pretty. Nobody wants me doing that. Yes. You know, what's amazing. The other end. (laughs) I love that. You know, what's so amazing. And now I'm like, totally understanding why Christy connected us because we're one in the same. I too, okay. I went I to it. Oklahoma university and I went to the community college for all of my math and I had no lessons in business. Yes. And so, but what you and I share in common too is hustle factor. Like nobody will outwork me 
but you might be smarter right. than me, but I'll figure it out too, you know, and Absolutely. I'll, and, and so I love that about you because at the end of the day, that's an entrepreneur spirit. And so as, as you're doing all this hustling, was it in the back of your mind, I'm going to go out on my own or how did that kind of come about? I really didn't ever have a plan prior to packed party of going out on my own. I didn't, you know, when I graduated in 2012, the idea, there was really no Instagram. So mm-hmm. people weren't like, I saw on LinkedIn the other day, it was like, um, 1994 or something like, you know, people that started businesses, it was like, they weren't calling themselves founders. Mm-hmm. They were just like, right. I'm a small business owner. Right. And now it's like, I'm the founder. What are you the founder of my mm-hmm. blog? Like I'm the founder yes. of this house. Yes. I'm the founder <laughs> of my car. You know, and and I appreciate that. I absolutely do. But there's certainly been a transition for myself um, from becoming a founder to today a CEO. Mm -hmm. And that's taken a lot of just personal conversation, just looking at myself in the mirror. Um, I have, you know, 20 people here in our office I have to answer to and Mm -hmm. a board and investors. And when you're 23 and like I said, making a lot of noise about this brand and hustling, you still alongside that hustle, you've got to take the time to sharpen your pencil and say, okay, what am I really doing here? And without passion, none of that would have um, happened. It still wouldn't have happened today. I mean, I wake up every day, I get into the office by eight in San Francisco. When I was there, I got up, we were in our desk, in our seats every single day by seven 30, because we were behind. I was yes. taking the day already in San Francisco. So, true. so yeah, everybody's like, why did you come to Austin? Like, well, <laughs> I can start work a little later. Right. Um, all yeah. my accounts were, were yeah. you know, central time, but it just, you find out really quickly what you're made of in any of these businesses. And and for me, like graduating from school and strategic media, that paid off for me because I knew quickly and, and just enough to be dangerous how to make an emailer mm-hmm. for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how to do a little bit of Photoshop. I hired a TaskRabbit. I knew like the basics. I wasn't scared of it, but right. I needed to, hey, can I pay you 40 bucks and some pizza to yeah. <laughs> spend two hours with me in a Starbucks like after work and just, right. just help me understand this because I need to get the word out about my brand. So I was never afraid based on my media background about creating noise Mm -hmm. around packed party and what I was doing. I mean, I rode the bus um, in San Francisco on all the lines and routes where I knew girls that were my target demographic were riding. Mm. I'd leave sheets like literal sheets of paper that I was printing off at my office at the time, totally not okay <laughs> using their ink because I didn't have enough room for a right. printer in my 500 square foot apartment. Yeah. And I was just, I'd get on the bus, run my card really quick, or I'd say, Ooh, I left something, which is like psycho, mm. leave all of these flyers in the seats and then I'd get off the route. Wow. And I did that constantly. I wrote a Buzzfeed article about myself um, to the point that even my friends were like, Oh my gosh, you're on Buzzfeed. And I was like, I wrote that. <laughs> Um, wow. So finding any section, way to, to drum way. up. Wow. Now at that point, Jordan, what did you have? Did you have product at that point? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So the company started, we certainly were not a, a full lifestyle brand selling a little bit of everything. Then I had five SKUs, meaning okay. I had five products. They were all 
basically glorified care packages, if you will, that we called packed parties. Um, They were party for one packages. So you could send one like something like a pity party to yourself or a birthday (laughs) package to a friend. They were all $45 and they had four to five items inside each package centered around the theme that you, you know, wanted to party for. So think it like, it's not like partying like plates, cups, napkins, partying more like self-therapy flashcards yes. came in this party for one, <laughs> like a bitty party. Right. And it all started because I had moved to San Francisco from Dallas, where I had that job. I, I worked in hospitality right after school at an agency, knew that I kind of wanted something more for myself, moved to San Francisco. Um, and I, I kind of got there just moving a million miles an hour. I finally had a moment to breathe, called my mom. I was like, Oh wow, I just moved away from everybody. Yes. I work in Silicon Valley. I look like Elle Woods in my office. What am <laughs> I doing? No one's talking to me. This is not good. And she said, You're having a pity party for yourself. Go to bed. Yeah. And it's the best advice that I ever took Moms from my mom. Because I, I listened, thank goodness. Yeah. Went to bed and woke up in the middle of that night. Embarrassingly enough, I went to bed really, really early. So Mm -hmm. I woke up around 11 and wrote this full note. I mean, I sat straight up. I turned all the lights on, wrote a note in my phone, and then scribbled the rest of it down on a piece of paper. I was like, what was now my business plan? Wow. I was just very unintimidated. to to do. I was like, okay, so yeah, I'm going to show this to my dad. It wasn't like, what's my company going to be called? I was like, oh my gosh, I could send myself. My mom said I was having a pity party for Uh myself. What if I could send myself a pity party? Because I am so freaking pathetic right now. (laughs) (laughs) And there in my tiny apartment, it was just, it all manifested. It came together because I loved and we have a doorstep necklace like now but I loved the colorful doorsteps in San Francisco I loved sending gifts and creating gifts and the idea of care packages that like my mom sent me and I I was creating you know very poor right but like on a budget for my friends so at the time then and we still are a solution but more so then I was like creating a solution in the care package space. So I would do all the hard work for somebody missing a friend or wanting to treat themselves and curating this fabulous gift that came with a card, not packed in an ugly brown box. Yes. And that would show up at your doorstep, this party for one. But that caught on so quickly through social media Mm -hmm. and some exposure um, early that I gave myself. And then of course that just grew. We partnered with Rebecca Minkoff, then came Reese Witherspoon wanted to partner with us. We partnered with Draper James. All these cool things happened um, because of our social and really what we were behind, right? It's it's pretty easy Mm, to get behind that party. Celebrating every day, making your life a party. Duh. I'm going to be on that. (laughs) Go. I love this. I love this. There's so many nuggets that you said. Okay. I love that your mom was your inspiration behind it because I'm like, same here. My mom was too. And I love the wisdom that that came in that. But the fact that you took what she said, got up in the middle of the night and didn't look back. Um, it's what I was talking to you about earlier. Um, before we started recording, like that take action piece, I think because of the combination of you being creative and you're a hustler, it was like, you didn't have time to think about what wouldn't work. And I think a lot of people get stuck, right? A lot of people get stuck in the, well, well, what if, or what if people don't like what's in my pack? I mean, I'm sure you've had some of that, but you wrote a plan and we're like, okay, here, here I go. This is what I'm going to do. A lot of that. You get, I mean, 
I had to get really thick skin as I'm sure you did. Any business owner does very quickly. Right. And, and now, I mean, six years later, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're a great person. And, and I'm a great person, but, but this isn't a sorority, you know, where I I have a million other people to think about and there's six other people behind you. If you're not getting your job done, it's just not going to work. And this is where we're going. And I've loved getting to know you. (laughs) Exactly. Letting people go and bringing on so the good ones can come in and getting the feedback from customers. I mean, all the things that if I could have taken a peek at myself at 29, I think I would have ran. So my, being so naive at 23 mm, of like, it's the best. yeah, let's just start this business. Uh-huh. This is going to be amazing. So yes. what if I fail? Who cares? That's and so good. Was, I, I love special. that. Yeah. The naivety of uh, not knowing like, okay, oh, and what do I have to lose? You know, like a little bit of that, like, okay, I have a right. job and it's great and it's fine. But at the time, you know, for me too, it's like no family, no husband, no, you know, it's just like, let's just go, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. Now tell me, so was it through, what do you think like the tipping point was for you? Was it the social aspect of you getting your business out there and hustling that you felt like started the tipping point? I mean, cause you are a huge business now. What was, was there definitely grown? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Some days it depends on which like minute you catch me, right? The right. roller coaster of being any business entrepreneur, entrepreneur in general, it's, um, it's a little bit crazy in that way, but the tipping point for me, I, you know, was, I had barely enough with the products that we were selling. We were a completely direct to consumer online business from 2013 through 2015. Right. And I did a little bit of licensing. I was approached by a group that said, Hey, you know, you can give us your designs. This is going to be really great. Like we'll make everything for you. We'll warehouse everything for you. We'll even sell it for you. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, is this a dream? This is going to be so great. I'm just going to collect mailbox money. Right. right? And I get to do all the things that I love. And the business just really outgrew that the demand was greater Mm. than anything. And, and my idea, I was like, okay, let's go chase after dealers. Let's go chase after, let's, Let's have all of our stadium bags inside the Dallas Cowboys. So that relationship was not sustainable for me because I didn't want to be a two-person, four-person business. Um, Not necessarily because I thought I was bigger or better than that. I just, I knew for me, the ultimate goal was to get Patch Party into as many hands and bring Mm. as much joy to as many people as I possibly could. And whatever form that came in, whether it was a confetti luggage tag (laughs) or a rickrack, you know, fun tumbler, I was going to get out there and do it. Yeah. So that for me, it was just, that was like my driving force Mm. and then creating jobs for people came with that too. So a lot of these things sort of happened like a domino effect, a really slow motion domino effect, right? right? Looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, all these things happened. But (laughs) There was some really long and incredibly isolating times right. uh, through the journey because imagine, again, most 23-year-old girls, 25-year-old girls are not in the same situation that I'm in. They're complaining about their bad boss. I'm freaking out about a half a million dollars uh, worth of cups, right. making it on time so I can get paid. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. freaking out. And yes. I, before, prior to this job, barely made $30,000, mm. you know, and it was just it was really terrifying uh, to say the least. And it's still, there's days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I I'm retraining myself in the last two years to learn how to breathe. Um, 
because we have a COO now and we have so many amazing team members, but knowing that like I can step away from the business yes. for a day and be with my family. I don't miss much work because I love it. Right. But it's okay if I do. take a break. Yeah. And kind of yeah. rejuvenate all the creative juices probably, you know, that you pour out so much. Gosh, I love yes. that. Okay. Can you talk to us a little bit about have, were there any huge failures or detours that you thought this was going to go one way and it took a detour or it was a total yeah. failure? What, what was that? Gosh, it's so many. There have been a hundred times that this business should have failed with me right along to it. And mm -hmm. I just kept my arms like dragging <laughs> behind the train. Yes. Like, I mean, just mouth open gravel dragging behind the train <laughs> style. Like, what are you doing? Right. Don't do it. Um, I have had to learn to really let go a lot of my, of a lot of my creative products, you know, early in the beginning, I was copied a lot. I would sell to people and they'd buy a ton of products for me. And then all of a sudden I'd see the same name that was, you know, cause you recognize your customers, right. of course. Right. Um, and then they'd go start some company that was party packed and it looked wow. the same, right? Or, yes. and you spend all this emotional time and energy kind of fighting these people. And like, it's something so personal that comes when you share and you like right. bring something inside of you out in physical form, like a cup or any yes. of these designs. It's very personal. Yes. It's like a child, right? So I used to take a lot of that so personally and mm. um, just that, that really the progression of the copycats and the naysayers you're not creative at all you yeah. you had no training yes. you don't know what you're doing you're too young mm. I've been called stupid I've been told yes. like um you'd be nothing without me I was told that oh, like three years ago I'm like wow. oh, that's funny here we are now <laughs> yeah um wow. so there's all those kind of things the mm -hmm. negative things that come I had a disco drink or you know, disco drink was, there was several other disco drinks that are made and we're out on the market. Like products get copied. People get, right. you know, copy gets copied. Yeah. Like it's, it's all how quick you move in this space. Mm -hmm. And I just never let go to go back to that train visual. Yeah. I, even if it was one hand or holding on by like one death grip right. finger, yeah. I had so many naysayers and more importantly, just times when I should have failed. And I said, okay, I'm going to create the next best yeah. thing. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Cause there's so many larger companies. We're one of the few privately held now gifting companies mm -hmm. in this space. And so like, okay, like we're just going to keep going and surrounding yourself with good people too. Girl, I have yes. never made a good decision. Every single time I made a decision to basically work with somebody that I kind of had that bad, like mm, yeah. feeling, slime feeling. Yeah. I've done it a couple times because uh -huh. I've had guns in my head. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh -huh. And, and it's gone bad every yeah. time. And wow. it's, you know, it's, it's not, but and I you don't do know. that anymore. Isn't that interesting? Like, I feel like God gives us these instincts of like, uh -uh, this Hold is on. not right. But I'm with you. Like there's been times I'm like, let's do it. You know, and then you like kind of yep. get excited and right away it's like remorseful, like, dang it, I shouldn't have done that. But also I think those are such good teaching moments to us to know, to trust your instinct. And two, part of the passion about you and entrepreneurs, when you're so passionate about something and you know that God like put that in your heart, like no matter what the copiers or whatever yes, anybody else is doing, it's 
God's yours. For you, your song gets yes. In. And yeah. that's what I love about it. It's like, it's yours. And if it's something that's instilled in you, you're going to do it to the best of your ability. There might be people that do it, but it's not going to be the same because it's yours. And I love and that. And I found so much peace in that and gave myself just finally like grace Yeah. in mm-hmm. six years because I used to feel so anxious at night over small things like this. And now I'm being sued because I didn't check a trademark on right. something and it was unintentional. You'd be yeah. all just like little mistakes. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm playing in a really big sandbox right. because our brand yeah. had exceeded the product line yeah. at that time before I had raised my initial you know, round of seed funding. Right. Um, and we've, we've raised from there money to, to just grow and keep up with the business, of mm. course, and, and reinvest. But it was like, so scary. And every single time, like you said, it's like, okay, this is my song to sing. You didn't bring me this far to fail. Exactly. Exactly. No girl. And we are not seeing you fail. We are seeing you just (laughs) flourish so much. Okay. So with every entrepreneur, this is one of my favorite questions to ask. Is there a next dream? Like what's your next eye on the prize? Do you, is there, is it a number? Is yeah. it uh, another business? What is it for you, Jordan? No, it's certainly not another number. I don't think I'm a serial entrepreneur. I yeah. have so many people. I actually had dinner with my business coach last night and she was like, I can't wait to see what like we do next. I'm like, <laughs> we are doing nothing next. Like, this is, this this is, is it. it. Yes. This is it. Like I'm and, and I really have done, I feel like a, a lot of things I've done wrong, certainly along the way, right. but what I have done right is never get distracted mm-hmm. and look around. And mm-hmm. I've looked at my life really in these five year increments Yeah, and, um, that's allowed me again, a lot of like peace instead of like looking up at the right. waves that is packed party now and saying, Oh my goodness, what have I created? Because when I look at it like that, it just it got really, really overwhelming mm-hmm. to me. And the way that I look at my life isn't necessarily the same way another female CEO would look at her life. Everybody's different. You right. know, I don't, I'm not a mom yet. I'm mm-hmm. not married. I've been able to pour so much of the time that I'd like to invest, hopefully in a family someday, um, into my business. And yeah. thank goodness I have, because that's it's so many people I meet, they're like, oh my gosh, I want to start this business. You're so fortunate. You're at a different phase in your life. And right. I'm like, no, it's, I think you can start a business at any phase. It's just how much you're you're willing to put in. Like, okay, so you have a kid, then get up at four a.m. and right. work from four to eight. Whatever yeah. works for you, just make it work. And that was what I did with packed party. It wasn't necessarily. I feel like even that I had an advantage because I was younger. Mm-hmm. It's, trust me, it's you can look at it either side of the coin. Absolutely. It was a major disadvantage yeah. too. I wish so many times, certainly even in hiring, that I was a little bit older. Cause I'm like, how am I going to be able to tell this person that's older than me? Like, Hey, you're just not getting it done. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. So, I love that. Wow. I think, yeah, really the next step for me, we just got into whole foods. So you'll be seeing wow, products that's so cool. <laughs> so we Congratulations. that there's a whole thank you, new way to party that's mm-hmm. on the horizon. So we are launching inside their party and celebrations category in August. Wow. Nationwide, uh, our paper plates, which we've never done before. That's all packed party designed, paper plates, cups, confetti, oh my like God. cupcake kits. There's so much cute stuff. So um, we'll have to celebrate and, and do something around that yes. in August. And that was a really long and bid process and just, you know, a lot of sleepless nights oh. wondering what those next steps would look like. And I'm just so excited. It really, 
yeah. to go back to what you said, God brought me to Austin for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I went into Whole Foods after one really, really long day at work. And I saw a couple of mugs inside their bath section. I was like, that could be me. Oh, I could do that. And gosh. I walked over to the celebrations aisle and I sat on the floor Indian style. And I just started going through all the SKUs and looking at, it was all papyrus stuff. And I was like, I could do this. I could do that. I know how to do wow. this. I know how to do this. And then we won the whole business. <laughs> wow. Jordan, that's amazing. I, I just Thank got goosebumps you. as you say that, because Aww. the thing is that I love about you is that one, you're, you're not stopping. So that's good. Like when I, you're just continuing to grow but two that you were on the floor looking like it's not like and I think some people get the idea the CEO kind of looks around at things being done and like well done high five good job but not on the ground but that's so no not true. I've got my sleeves rolled up my yes. hair's in a disgusting ponytail <laughs> a lot of dry shampoo packed in this thing <laughs> I love it but you're willing to work and when you're willing to hustle exactly what you said you uh, you have a minor in hustle and I love that because that's what's going to continue to push you further and bring so much joy to so many people all across the world you know which I love that, that. makes me so happy yeah. that you said that and that's the goal yay well I just love that and my one of my favorite things that you've said is, um, you know, people thought you were Elle Woods in Silicon Valley, like own it. You know, she was amazing. And so it's like, I sent my mom a picture that day. I had a leopard blouse on. I said, I think I'm the first girl to wear a leopard blouse in this office. Oh my God. And my mom said, try in the zip code. I was like, that's true. That's so funny. But I love that. Like you were born for something different and I love like, okay, but you executed that job well, but God was calling you into a different space in a different spot. And you are absolutely shining. And what's so cool to me is um, listening to you. I have a book coming out and you hit on almost every point. Like you said, surround yourself with good people. Like that's the title of a chapter. And I'm like, you know, just the way that, you know, sometimes when you get with somebody, it's like, yes, me too. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, me too. And I think that you sharing your story on our podcast, Destined for Greatness, is going to just have people inspired to move, to go, to hustle and to not stop. And I'm just so incredibly thankful for your time Aww. and really yeah, your vision. You know, I'm like, God's and, and okay. So tell me this. Can you tell our listeners to find you and packed party? What's the best way to do that? Yes, absolutely. They can find us at www.packed party.com p-a-c-k-e-d p-a-r-t-y I always say packed like a packed line mm-hmm. I love it. Like, p-a-c-t I'm like oh, no, no. Packed. like you're in a packed room <laughs> oh okay and then I'm so like here funny. let me go the food route you're gonna know the yes food route. I love it I, <laughs> I love know the that. food route oh my and gosh. then our our Instagram is at packed party and then our Facebook is facebook.com backslash packed Party. party. It's so cool. And I, I have a feeling that when you go to these um, spots, you're just going to look like I was scrolling and scrolling. I'm just like, it just makes you happy. Aww. So Jordan, I just thank you. I'm so thankful that Christy connected us. And um, I'm too. just, I'm cheering you on from another woman entrepreneur to just telling you the sky is the absolute limit for you. Thank you. Hey, it's Sarah Noose, and I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen 
all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to sarahnews.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.